Bring out Elizabeth Selwyn. The tortured souls cried out in agony as the flames mounted higher and higher. Burn, witch, burn, witch, burn, burn, burn. Those I've said in these known today, the actual practice of witchcraft in the 17th century. All right. So... Um, yeah, man. So when was the first so, time you saw that movie, man? Okay, so let's... Normally we've been starting off in the middle of things, and uh, we're kind of doing that again. Mm-hmm. But um, So what we're talking about, and today is episode six, Burial Ground, Nights of Terror. Right? This is episode six? I'm losing track. I believe so. Let's check and see. <laughs> we're a bunch of... But that, uh, yes, it is six, because uh, yeah, five was demons. So, episode six today, we're discussing uh, Burial Ground, uh, with the, it's also known as Knights of Terror. It's also got a couple other names, Zombie Horror, The Zombie Dead. Um, it's basically an Italian grindhouse zombie film, uh, mm. directed by Andrea Bianchi. Um, so... It has uh, an, an alternative title of Zombie 3. So not Zombie, Z-U-M-B-I, but Zombie in the traditional sense. It's got a <laughs> bunch of different uh, titles, originally titled in Italian, La Notte del Terrore. The uh, so Night of Terror. Italian, but, um, so it yes. was a very... This movie is batshit crazy. Oh, absolutely. It is... It is off the rails, insane. It is um, a very low budget in terms of um, makeup and acting, and, and it's it's set in one specific location, so it doesn't have a grand sweeping, um, you know, vista of of locales. It is a very claustrophobic, uh, very closed off lo- uh, location, even though it kind of opens up a little bit towards the end of the film. Right. Um, the um, basically a professor studying Etruscan crypt near a grand mansion accidentally un- unleashes an evil curse, and of course the evil curse is rotting zombies. You know, the the dead. The mm. dead in this movie are probably some of the most mobile and inventive (laughs) (laughs) zombies I've ever encountered. I mean, Uh, one of them has some crazy good aim, man. I mean, it's like a ninja. (laughs) All right, so so let's back up up a minute. So I'm glad I mentioned this movie to you because I know – so people listening and hopefully you're tuning in and this is you know episode six you're getting an idea of what it is we're we're about and what we're doing you know um omar in a, in a sense I'm, I'm gonna you know use an old phrase but omar's a little bit country and i'm a little bit rock and roll in terms of um our sensibilities mm. when it comes to cinema now don't get me wrong i love um and omar does as well we we love you know, really great uh, Academy Award movies. We we watch mainstream cinema um, when it comes to horror, uh, like Jaws. You know, one of mm. one of my favorite horror films. And most people don't look at it as such, but it's a monster movie. Yep. And um, and so, 
you know, we, we go in the traditional sense of one of the greatest, po- and, and it's polished too, you know, for all the trouble that we find <coughs> out, you know, after the fact. That's a that's a the quintessential summertime, you know, blockbuster flick, right? Um, and so we go from watching those kinds of films and and adoring them, um, and then looking at some of the other lesser well-known films. And I happen to love them too, and for different reasons because I love seeing what people do with um, a real low budget. Sometimes they have absolutely no money whatsoever, and they're doing whatever they can to try and, you know, tell, tell a story. Um, and I, Omar and I were talking about this, and what I like about this movie, first and foremost, is it's wearing its influences. This is a grindhouse movie, guys. So if you get a chance to see this film, there's the kind of exploitation elements that you will not see in a mainstream movie. And yes. I almost, I almost don't want to talk about this, but there is a massive uh, theme of, of the you know uh, an Oedipal complex with one of the main characters in this film, Peter Bark, uh, or Michael quote Michael um, in this movie, <laughs> and it is. And the first time I saw this, I saw it with my brother, my sister, and my brother's five years younger than me. My sister's about uh, you know a year and a few months. And so I was like a ringleader and we had friends of ours over the house and we watched this movie and I was like, oh, I've never seen this. And, and you know, obviously it, it had Italian names in the credits. And I was like, well, I'm all in on this. You know, this is an Italian horror film. I need to watch it. <laughs> and I've never seen it before. And the first time I saw it, it was so unnerving because of the Oedipal complex in, in this character. I mean, this kid is basically all over his mother, and it, kid, it's disturbing. <laughs> well, right, and I, and I use that phrase. Anyone who doesn't know, look up Peter Bark. He's an Italian actor. He is very short. He's, he's um, you know, a little person. Um, I'm not sure <clears throat> any of the other issues, like um, maybe he's got, you know, physical impairment or whatever it is, but mm. he is an adult playing the role of a child um and he did it in such a way and and he himself um when you look at him like is this a kid because he doesn't necessarily look like a child but he's diminutive and so it's really unsettling so they did it with an adult obviously because you didn't want to you don't want to put a child in in that kind of situation but it was disturbing as fuck (laughs) Well, here's the thing about this movie. That, all right. Um, yes, they you, you could tell they were definitely <clears throat> on some kind of budget. Um, but the gore aspect, I mean, it was very realistic. All right. Like guts and spleens and just all sorts of, you know, stuff being chewed on and, and you know, whatever. Um, and it grew it, in this the, movie. it was yeah it was like hardcore <laughs> it's gory it they is. don't pull any punches it is um but I I kind of have uh, I'm under the impression that they were doing this for the sake of shock value um you know especially also with the whole edible like you said edible complex you know all that kind of incestuous stuff going on um but it was like <laughs> 
that was all it. There was no, I mean, the zombies came back. There was no secret, you know, like, you know, they just came back. The professor did something. You don't know what the hell he did. But then, you know, the, the zombies come out. And I'll give it this. The movie starts out from the very beginning with zombies. I mean, it's just no buildup, no nothing. It was just, just, you know, nonstop zombie action. Um, I can't. Was, uh, I love the beginning of the film, though, because, I mean, they arrive at the um, the guests of this professor who can't, they can't locate him. But when they mm. arrive, it the, the sex begins immediately. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no, you know, there is no foreplay in this film where uh, suddenly, now? you know, they arrive at the mansion and next scene we're treated to people, each couple, uh, there's three couples, I mm-hmm. believe, and they're, they're each off in their own uh, location, making out, you know, clothes are off. They're, they're getting into it. People are on the grounds. Uh, like it's very, it has a very park-like, serene setting, and they're right. making out on the on the grass. I mean, this is, you know, this is what exploitation cinema is about. We want sex, and mm. we want violence, and we want blood and guts, and we are treated to all of these things. And I mean, the thing is, with with all these things, uh, you know, ha- happening. I mean, I couldn't help but to find humor in this movie. Um, you know, I I don't know what the directors had in mind if they were taking it too seriously, but because of the amount of violence and sex and shock, I just found it humorous. And I just had a ball with this movie. I mean, I don't know if that was the intent, but it certainly was the I'm result for certain me. certain that it's not. <laughs> I, I know I maybe, but my God, I just I thought this movie was hilarious. Right? I mean, I just I, yeah, I can't it's help. Not but, oh, funny. come but on, folks, it's not funny, dude. It's come not on, meant to be funny. Uh, there, don't not meant not to be in a, through an ironic lens. <laughs> not meant to be, but by my God, that was certainly the result. It was just, of course, you know, yes, it, what was it done in the seventies? Uh, was what is it? Early seventies. Mid seventies, nineteen eighty one. Oh, released. really? Okay, so it's eighties. Um, yeah. So, it... keep in mind, it was released in 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 Italy in nineteen eighty one. It wasn't released in the states until I think eighty five or something. It was it was quite a few years before the states got to it, and I think it was around eighty six when I when I first saw this movie. Or yeah, it was probably the end of eighty six. Um, I, we rented it because I was a, a, a horror movie renting renting freak. I mean, I've seen so <laughs> many movies throughout, you know, these uh, since VHS was released. I mean, I, I must have watched you know, thousands upon thousands of movies. Um, but this was one of those films that we rented. And uh, yeah, so I've been watching. I've known this film uh, about this film since then, since like 86. OK, but yeah, so. It has, of course, you know, a, a lot of it, uh, you know, it's, it's a dated movie. I mean, you know, the horror is, uh, you know, the zombies, they, they actually did a pretty decent job with the zombies, uh, I guess, considering the budget. You know, there was a, definitely a lot of work put into it, like, where they were using live maggots on the faces of the zombies, you know. Um, yes, and I liked how they incorporated that and worms yeah. in the eye sockets yep, and things yep. like that. Yep, and um, and like I said, the violence was intense, 
But, I mean, forget character development, forget story, because there were also, like, I think you texted me, the dumbest <laughs> group of people to ever go against zombies. Like, <clears throat> there was the, oh, go, you must go do this alone or whatever, and... You didn't have to, you know, you could have taken someone with you, bro. You know, no, the best is I love the um they're in this Etruscan, you know, these ruins, right? Mm. And where the professors um the professor must have been going through this. He was like uh, an archaeology professor or what have you. So there's a work area um in this um in these Etruscan artifacts that they're looking around and the zombies there's no preamble. The zombies just, just, they just come out of the woodwork. They're all over the place and they're coming out of the ground and everything else. And there's this scene with one of the, one of the characters and the zombies come in. They're obviously, these are obviously dead things. They're, you know, the makeup is, uh, is such that the zombies, you know, don't even really re resemble human features anymore. Like the, the faces are these masks that are, represent decay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these are, these are Etruscans. So we're talking, you know, a thousand years. And you know, these people have been in the ground. Right, right. So <clears throat> they, they have these burial robes on and they're all dressed in similar fashion of the, with these, you know, with these burial robes. And who are you? What do you want? <laughs> What are you doing? Get get away from us! <laughs> what do, what do you want from us? Yes. I'll shoot. <laughs> right. You, see, right. you no one's reasoning with the zombie. You see, there's maggots crawling on them. There, right. There's they're obviously dead. And these characters, like who I said, are you? Yeah. Who are you? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic, man. That was the thing that I texted Lenny. I'm like, oh my god. I mean, seriously, and so dialogue-wise, it's like, come on, I mean, it's just ridiculous, and they're all gathered together at one point, and the, and the maid from the, you know, the, the this location, this villa, whatever it is, you know, on the, the Italian countryside, it's beautiful and everything, and the maid is there, and and, and the guy's like telling her, okay, go check this door or whatever, you know, go go to this location. And so what is she? She goes alone. I mean, come on, man. Right. No one can go with the maid, go check on wherever they send her. It's like they go to the most remote corner of the house and, and then she's accosted, of course. But um, I said that these people cornered the market on the number of low IQ individuals <laughs> gathered in one Italian country estate. And it's so true. It's like the the script is so it's written in such a way that these are the dumbest people of all time. Yes. And they put themselves and everyone else into harm's way throughout the entire film. Like you said, and I watch this with my son and he's 17. I've been exposing him for just a few years now. He's not a horror fan, but Sebastian um, I, you know, it's my job, it's my responsibility to to expose him to these movies because this of is course. you know this is what I do. <laughs> That's why we have a podcast. I'm trying to expose other people to these movies. Yes. So Sebastian and I were watching it, and he was like, "Dad, this this movie is crazy." And I was like, "Yeah, keep watching. Just wait." And so we come to the scene where they send the 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 maid through the house to go check and see if there's any any zombies or you know what's happening through the other part of the house and she comes to an open window and she's ready to close the shutters and of course the zombies were laying in wait and this is what you said earlier like the zombie is like a ninja he hurls a knife and pins the woman's hand 
one hand, mind you, mm-hmm. to, to the the wooden um, frame, you know, the, the, the window frame. Mm. And so, now keep in mind, you have two hands, but she never removes her right hand from the windowsill to pull the knife out of her other hand to escape these slow, methodical plotting right. undead. Right. But these, <clears throat> but these zombies are amazing in the fact that um, they have a, a usually high level of intelligence, right? They use tools. They have axes. They chop through the doors. They have a scythe, and they slowly slice this woman's head off and she just happens to be you know standing with her head outside the window like i've never seen a woman's hand pin someone prone like she she could have moved the rest of her body but she doesn't and that's one of the reasons why i love this movie so much it's just the most absurd over-the-top crazy things occur in this film that you'll never you'll never see the like uh in any other movie that you're going to watch of its kind and that's why, I mean, I I see the humor in the movie. And, you know, I, again, I'm sure that that wasn't the point, but I can't help it. I mean, that's, I guess that's the thing about watching movies is you take it, you know, I mean, that every everyone's got a different personality. And so I think most modern viewers... I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm the sick person, but <laughs> I would imagine I that most. Uh, maybe I am, but we, you, the, you know, you'd find the humor. The humor. Uh, I mean, again, the gore is intense. Like there's, you know, ripping body parts. It looks like they may have used some animal body parts or something. Gone to a local butcher or something, and uh, you know, they're sitting there feasting on the flesh, and and you know, okay, that. Besides that, the again the the ridiculous behavior, the the horrible dialogue, the lack of a real story, I it was like it was like the horror version of the room, the Tommy Wiseau film. It was just hilarious, and uh, and that and that's why I like this movie. I actually I do. Know, I'm just man. liking. I'm glad you. I, <laughs> but that's it. So so I'm happy that you like it. That's that's the first part of this. But right. Um. There are some scenes of in in this film that are really actually pretty creepy. Yeah. And there's um. You know, at one point, I guess it's towards the beginning of the third act. I guess it's just right at the end of the second act. Um. You know, shit is hitting the fan in the house. The zombies are actually get take a battering ram and they're battering the doors open. And and they're attacking, um, you know, the the the, the people that have holed up in the, in the home. Uh, and one of the scenes where the the character of Michael, you know, is basically, you know, in love with his mother, but it's it's an Oedipal complex, and he's actually hitting on his mother. He's trying to, you know, touch her breasts and kiss her and do all these things. And the mother smacks him, and you know, said, you know, stop it. You know, what's wrong with you? And he gets up and he in a fit. He runs away and he says, "What's wrong with you? I'm your son." And I'm saying, saying, yeah, that's why. Yeah, dude. That's why you need to get the crap slapped out of you. So it was a it was a crazy moment. And like I said, when we first saw that, we just looked at each other and we were like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? Um, And that adds to the atmosphere in this film. There there's um, there are some scenes in this film that I find to be really affecting. And uh, again, when we came back to my son. 
he was he was watching this movie and as I said if he's if you're not a horror fan and you're watching these movies they can really affect you and his anxiety level just went through the roof and he's like that I, I mean I, I can't I don't want to watch this right now because they rip into into body parts they're tearing people open and then at the third act some of these characters they you know they hide from the zombies as they break into the house and um the zombies are going through the mansion um and the mother chases after michael and she goes you know looking for him and one of the other um people that were with them turned and mm. she, the mother finds her son michael with his arm torn off dead killed by one of her friends and her friend was uh, is a zombie and she's eating this flesh and she's got her eyes wide open and she's making these odd facial. Oh yeah, like, she's like a She is just enjoying the taste of that kid, man. She's just like she feasting, is, she... like you know. I mean, I know but you know. I don't know. I find that scene to be really creepy. I couldn't. And... It was too funny, dude. No? Come on, I was, I was pissing my pants. You're killing I, me. It was hilarious. It was so freaking funny. Like, here's the thing is I'm watching this and I'm thinking, all right, Lenny's son, because Lenny told me beforehand that as his son was watching, he got freaked out and stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God, this is so, like, put together in just, you know, a funny way, unintentionally funny that I, I couldn't. I think that's part of it, obviously. I'm not blind to yeah, it. Yeah, I uh, couldn't. There is, but I... But I want to put my I put myself into the position of of really enjoying what they're trying to do. Not everything works in this movie. Like I said, there's poor dialogue, but to the point of it being so it's pitiful at times. Right. Um, the characters that are written in such a way that they set up the scene rather than kind of building a character and having a scene develop, they're they're pigeonholed into that moment of of attack, and they're not given much to work with. Right, um, like I said, like like the like the the man with the pistol shooting zombies, but prior to that, saying, "Who are you? <laughs> Why are you here? What have you come for?" You know, like just very and and obviously everything is is dubbed, so it adds right. an element of absurdity to the whole thing. And there are there are cool aspects of this of this, and and it, I think most of the the real fun begins at the beginning of the third act when the survivors the surviving members escape the mansion and and run for their lives and then what happens then which is which becomes even crazier see i'll say this i'll say that like if i <clears throat> was a kid in the 80s and i was watching this movie i'd have probably been freaked out all right like you know i guess maybe you know, without any life experience or whatever, and, you know, maybe not being as critical as I am of movies and, and whatnot, I'd have probably been, like, really freaking out, like, holy crap, this movie's super intense and violent and just just horrific and, and nihilistic. But now right. that I'm older and, and, you know, and I'd never seen this movie before, but, my God, I just found this to be super funny and, you know... I don't know. I'd love for other people to see this and and to to hear what their opinions are because you know <laughs> maybe I'm a twisted sob. Yeah, but my god, this movie just cracked me up, man. Oh yeah, I mean there are moments where um, they're running away and they make it to some carpenter shop down the road and and you know seemingly they they encounter monks at a church at a monastery or whatever mm. and there's they're already dead. Um, 
you know, so there's this crazy stuff that's going on. It's like, what do you mean we're getting ahead of these zombies? And you realize that, well, this shit's hitting the fan everywhere. And there's, you know, the monks are already zombies. They go to this carpenter's workshop in the middle of nowhere. There's there's an old workshop, you know, seemingly uh, in, you know, in the woods. <laughs> and so they get to this location. They lock themselves in. There's bars, you know, as a, as a front door. Um, it's just like a gate and they lock it. And, of course, now they lock themselves into this place and they think they're safe. They go up to the second floor and they're attacked by zombies up there. There's zombies you know, breaking in. Um, they've chased them down there and they've cornered themselves in. But, of course, that mother is there and she is at the top floor. And who walks in? Her son, Michael, missing an arm. He's zombified. And mm. she begins to just she loses her mind. And in, rather than running or trying to, you know, you know, stay away from the zombie son, uh, she bears her breast to Michael and, and lets uh, on her breast one last uh, yeah. time. Yeah. What and, a scene. Oh, dear God. Oh, my God. It's um, breast ripping goodness. <laughs> That the likes of which I have never seen before or since, and I think there's a reason for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this man. Is, uh, this definitely, now that I think about it, this movie has such gr- grindhouse sensibilities to it that maybe it's, maybe it's good that this movie is never remade because it could never capture this crazy shit. Impossible. No modern film could Impossible. ever do this. Impossible. Impossible. And, th- and that's why I think I love it so much because you can never find this anywhere else. Um, right. Even at the end, they, they talk about the prophecy of the black spider, and they spell prophecy wrong. <laughs> right, they, I know The that. earth shall tremble, grave shall open. Um, so then they shall begin the nights of terror. Um, but I love the fact that the word prophecy is misspelled right, in, right, in right. the text at the end of this movie, which just adds insult to injury. It's just fucking awesome. Ah, oh, jeez, that yeah, that really was awesome. Just you know, yes. just for different reasons for different people, man. <laughs> uh so man, I all right, Lenny, what's your rating, man? What's your rating? What do you give it? How many stars? Oh man, so this is a this is a tough one because when you look at this film, you know, through the eyes of like, let's say somebody, you know, that's a. Um, a zombie film fanatic. I love zombie movies. I love Lucio Fulci. I love George Romero, obviously. Um, you know, Zombie and Dawn and Day of the Dead are probably my some of my favorite movies of all time. I'm not just talking zombie films, like movies that I watch again and again. I must have seen Romero's Dawn and Day of the Dead, I don't know, 250 times. I watch those movies three, three or four times a year. Wow. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily an obsession, but, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, we're talking about zombie films. I could talk about so many others that I'm obsessed with, and we will. We'll get to those. Um, But this is not necessarily a favorite movie of mine. This is not something that I watch, although now I own it on Blu-ray because I have to own this on Blu-ray. I'm going to give it, because I love zombie films, I'm going to give it a three. <clears throat> and that's being that's being super generous, um, but uh, yeah, I think a I think a three is probably too generous. But that's that's my rating. All right, so I I mean I I, I kind of I can't look um, at this movie um, 
I have to look at it as something humorous. I can't. I, ca I just can't take it seriously. So as something of, like, that I would rank uh, with, like, um, The Room or, or Plan I from Outer Space, like, you know, so bad it's good, I have to give this movie, like, five stars under that, you know, perspective because it was just so over the top crazy bonkers just ridiculous that i have to say it like that but if i were to take the movie and say all right from a critical you know serious you know uh, film film aficionado blah 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 i mean i i'd only give it one half a star but so it's this huge discrepancy and but I'm gonna enjoy it. I have to enjoy it, and 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 this I is do. an enjoyable movie. It is, I mean, but it's just it's ridiculous. Faults. Yeah, but that's the thing is that I have to look at it from from a perspective of you know I was just sitting there and just having a great time. It's just a, a real popcorn flick to me, man. <laughs> I know it, I'm not supposed to, but flick. yeah, yeah, but. No, no, no. And listen, you're not supposed to do anything. You know what I mean? You're supposed right. to enjoy a movie as you see fit. Obviously, exactly. If I was to see this at like, um, if I was to see this in 35 millimeter, um, which I would love to do one day, see this in an actual theater, because that's really how I love to enjoy movies more so than anything else. I mean, I'm just, we're just lucky we mm. have movies in a, wi you know, a widescreen TV. But I remember being a kid, we would rent a movie. You know, if we got lucky, we were able to watch it on a on a 25 inch or a 27 inch TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, like when true. I was a kid in the '80s, we didn't have anything larger than that, and mm -hmm. you know, we got lucky that it, we we didn't have to watch it, you know, in the basement on our, you know, the kids' TV, which was probably a 15-inch or, or you know, some BS TV that we had downstairs <laughs> when we get to hang out. Um, we're just lucky that we get to enjoy these movies remastered, you know, um, on Blu-ray with a great sound, but as it's meant to be enjoyed you should watch this movie with a bunch of friends one night maybe you know catch a double feature and put two different movies on you you can catch a couple of other films as well but this movie deserves to be enjoyed with friends sitting in a room and just being dumbfounded your your, your jaws will be agape and you this is like omar said this is a really fun popcorn flick. If you love these types of movies, or even if you've never been exposed to these types of movies, this is a really good gateway drug into the, the world of Italian horror and just, you know, exploitation cinema. I mean, this is... This has every single exploitation element in it. I mean, it's got low-budget special effects. It's got slow-moving zombies that just are inexorable. Um, and they're ubiquitous, so mm -hmm. that's two big $10 words for you. Um, there you go. And it's got, it's got foolish people making really absurd decisions, and they're scantily clad half mm. the time. Yes. Uh, at least in the beginning of the film. Right, and then right. Through, you know, and then at specific parts in the film, they, they tend to be attacked in certain ways that are salacious. Yeah, I mean, that's also that, just a warning. If, if you're going to get a bunch of people to watch this movie, you know, be warned that um, they got to have uh, strong stomachs because it gets gory. And the gory is, is pretty realistic. And that's one of the crazy things about this movie is that you have this very realistic type gore with like intestines and you know stuff like that but then 
at the same time, you get this, like, ridiculous dialogue that's so unrealistic and situation <laughs> scenarios. Annoying that are, characters. Uh, ca- yeah, characters that just do things that are so oh, stupid. Okay. It's unbelievable. And so and so you got this discrepancy, this, you know, contradictory things going on. So, uh, but but what I, what I meant to say is, <laughs> you know, B, War, the gore is pretty bad. It is pretty bad, and and I think yeah, yeah wasn't it banned great. banned in a couple of different countries? You know, as a video nasty, you know. I'm sure this made the video nasty list. Absolutely, luckily yeah. in the United States we didn't have the video nasty list. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess in the early '80s we were not as puritanical as things are, uh, as things tend to be today. Right. Um, but you know, keep in mind when you're watching this movie, Peter Bark is the character's name he plays the young kid michael but at the time he was 25 and that's why it's so off-putting because you kind of are uncertain at first is this a kid or Mm. he's got a very odd look to him as well and so i mean that's really the standout oddity for this film is his performance is very creepy and the things that you know the the situation that that he's in is really unsettling and strange and I think that's what, for me, what, that's what really made this movie. It stood out, you know, over the course of years for me because it was just so different. You know, you don't get mm. that type of crap in, in just any film. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, anyway, I, I, again, yeah, I think if if I were a kid in the 80s watching that, that kid would or that dude would have totally freaked me out, man. I'd be like, right, what the heck is going on here? You know? I look, I, I have a 17-year-old that, like I said, is not necessarily – he's not a horror fan and he watched this and it's you know 2020 and it creeped him out it got him mm-hmm. to the point where he's like look i'm, I'm getting a, I'm, I'm getting anxiety from watching this film and these people getting torn apart and then when when this kid started trying to hit on his mother and and you know have a sexual contact with his mother he was like dad i i can't watch this movie <laughs> he's like I'm i am dude it makes me wish i were there because i swear if i were there he'd watch the whole thing and i i'd have convinced him dude this is the funniest thing you've ever seen in your freaking uh, life I, man i know but i, I relish you know the the, when people get freaked out by movies i love that because i'm still i'm waiting for that day when Mm. a movie really scares me again and i'm i'm hoping for those moments you know not just a jump scare but i really want to be creeped out in a movie and i love atmosphere yeah and at at times it does create an atmosphere you know there's nighttime scenes or when they're trying to break into the home It, it, it gets creepy if you put yourself into that mode but i understand you know you could also put yourself in the mode of like this is this is so over the top and absurd that i just love it it's crazy and you're gleeful you know like you want to see these foolish people get torn apart by the zombies because the zombies tend to be more intelligent than the humans oh absolutely absolutely anyway so here we are we've uh, we've discussed this and beat it up and uh we hope you check it out and watch this movie and uh burial ground nights of terror Yes, it is, uh, it's a great film. And, uh, get it, get it, We have a couple it, other things folks. in store we're going to be talking about um, in a couple of days. Check out, um, uh, let's see, the other podcasts that we have in store. I don't know, do we want to give uh, some, some of the stuff away, like talk about what we want to discuss, or we should just let it happen? Well, I'm not, yeah, I would, uh, you know, let's surprise people. Um, I just wanted to remind you, though, uh, Kadabra. The uh... yeah, well, I was going to talk about that. That's ah, one of the things you okay. know, we were discussing in um, together um, about some of the things that we wanted to 
talk about in the podcast and it's not just movies all the time there are other things that we got involved in uh talking about soundtracks talking when uh, just episode one we talked about carpenter brute and how important mm. their soundtrack was to blood machines there are a lot of soundtracks that do this that create like for the exorcist when you hear tubular bells mm. you know immediately that's the exorcist soundtrack yes well, there's I collect records and I'm kind of obsessed with collecting records. And there's anything that deals with horror or genre related material, I'm all in. I'm also a fan of H.P. Lovecraft's literature, um Edgar Allan Poe, probably the first, you know, scary stories I've ever read when I was a kid were Edgar Allan Poe stories <coughs> and Cadabra <coughs> records. Um and keep in mind people Cadabra, I subscribe to the uh, to their service. You know, in other words, I, I get um, a subscription of records over the course of a quarter, you know, a few months or whatever. I get these different records that release special edition vinyl. I get this stuff. They're amazing. They do the works of Edgar Allan Poe. They do um, A Christmas Carol. Um, they do just incredible works of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. They did Aleister Crowley. The, by voice actors that were incredible. They did an excerpt from the, the novel <coughs> Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula, and Tony Todd, the inimitable Tony Todd, did the voice of Dracula, and it was just brilliant. So Cadabra Records is... We don't have a sponsorship or partnership with them. I'm just telling you because I, we have a platform... You should really check out Cadabra Records. You will not be disappointed if this is something that you really are into. Spoken word, um, vo incredible voice acting, incredible um, musicians that do soundtracks for the, um, uh, the spoken word. Cadabra Records, you should check them out. Cadabra.com. I believe it's CadabraRecords.com. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, you should definitely check them out. And that, we're going to discuss them a little bit further on a couple of... Uh, episodes we're going to i want to bring in you know some of my records and i'll discuss it and beat that up for a little bit and we'll talk about a few other things um because this is horror movies or genre films in culture and we're not just talking about movies but we're, we'd like to discuss how you know these movies made us what we are today you know how we got involved in you know this love of genre cinema and everything and and how it touches on other things in our lives so that's definitely something that i'm going to rant about awesome and then also shout out to our uh, buddy cooch and his uh website you know for all hosting needs and you know websites uh webvantage.com right. it, no right. it's webvantage.us my bad Yep, and it's WebVantage LLC. You could check out his website, uh, and you can, I mean, really work with him. He's very flexible. He's very open to working with people to make sure their sites are tailored to their needs. They, uh, he deals with e-commerce and really uh, does an excellent job with, with working with you 100% to try and get you the site that you're looking for. So, yeah, check out WebVantage. They're awesome. All right, Lenny. All right, sir. I'm glad you like this one. I really, because you, know, you just never know. You just never know. Right. But, uh, yeah, everyone check it out. And uh, we want to just thank you again for listening. We really appreciate it. And we look forward to reaching back out again with another episode. Um, we hope you love it. All right, folks.
Bye. Bye.